1: Fauci's Labor Day holiday warning.
2: Will the last big bash of summer 2020 lead to a COVID-19 spike?
3: Then COVID-19 DIY vaccine. Homebrew vaccination. Over
1: 30 people have taken the vaccine. And blowout, blowback. Nancy Pelosi's hair salon appointment.
2: The optics don't look good. I take responsibility. It's only for a setup. And
1: new Trump mini stroke controversy. Was he really dragging his leg? Then the accused Kenosha shooter. What he's saying from jail.
4: That's why I think every single one of you from the bottom
1: of my heart. Plus, the family restaurant that's closing forever due to COVID-19. So now, after 40 years and three generations, it's lights out for the iconic restaurant it's a bittersweet moment then the youth minister who smacked a reporter's rear end on live tv learns his fate and up up and away hoisted in the air by 52 balloons we're at 19, feet feeling great now inside edition with deborah norville
0: everybody, and thank you for joining us. A stern warning from health officials. Don't let your guard down this holiday weekend. Given the spikes in COVID-19 infections that happened after Memorial Day and July 4th, experts say the traditional Labor Day festivities have got to be scaled down to
2: avoid outbreaks. Amber Cagliano reports. Warning for this upcoming holiday weekend, do not attend packed pool parties like this and stay away from crowds. Dr. Fauci issued the warning on the Today Show saying what Americans do this Labor Day weekend could have severe consequences in the battle against COVID-19.
1: When you have a holiday like Labor Day, we have seen after the 4th of July, we saw after Memorial Day, A surge in cases. You don't want to be someone who's propagating the outbreak.
2: The concern is that many people are suffering from COVID 19 fatigue and will attend Labor Day parties for one last blast of summer. The result could be a spike in COVID 19 cases, and that combined with the flu season could lead to the feared. Twindemic. Pierre St. Julian came down with the coronavirus after a family pool party to celebrate his 16th birthday. Photos showed the scary effects. His eyes turned red, his lips swelled, and he developed a rash. He made this TikTok video to try to lift his spirits while hospitalized and to let everyone know that young people can definitely get the virus. We didn't
3: know what was happening to him and why. It just kept getting worse
2: each day. 11 family members attended the pool party in July and eight tested positive for COVID-19, including his mom, Colette. His grandmother lost her life. Pierre is still recovering. As Labor Day is approaching, what do you want to say to people who think small parties are safe? I mean, I don't think anyone to do any parties Dr. Seema Yasmin has advice on how to have a safe Labor Day weekend. Keep gatherings as
4: small as possible, ideally to six people or 10 people.
2: Physical distancing remains important. Wearing a mask. And it's that time of year where it's time to get your flu shot.
0: As labs around the world race to find a vaccine, some are not willing to sit and wait. This biologist is going DIY, whipping up his own concoction and giving it to himself, friends and family members. So what's in it? And without the involvement of the FDA, is it even safe? Stephen Fabian reports.
3: A home-brewed vaccine? Biologist Preston Estep says he has developed a COVID-19 nasal spray and has administered it on himself, his son and other volunteers. He gave Inside Edition a demonstration.
4: One more each. That's it. That
3: easy. So, what are the side effects?
4: Over 30 people have taken the vaccine and reported results to us, and uh, there have been a, a couple of mild headaches, but the vast majority have just experienced nasal congestion, and the, and the headaches have been very short-lived.
3: I spoke to Dr. Ashish Jha, Dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. When you hear this idea of a DIY vaccine for coronavirus, what's your reaction?
1: There's a long history of scientists um, doing things like this and uh, experimenting on themselves first. So it's not uh, it's not a total surprise. Uh, I'm pretty skeptical that we'll end up Finding a vaccine that ends up being widely used using this approach.
3: The do-it-yourself vaccine contains ingredients commonly available to scientists who work on vaccinations. But critics say without rigorous scientific trials like the ones currently being conducted around the world, there's no way to know if the DIY vaccine is effective. 23-year-old Jacob Serrano is the first volunteer in the U.S. to take part in officially approved trials of the promising vaccine being tested by Oxford University. It's a personal crusade for Serrano. He's lost seven family members to COVID-19. I will do whatever it takes. So it's not just for me or my family. It's for everyone. So as the world awaits the outcome of the human trials, Dr. Estep hopes he may be on the way to solving the puzzle.
4: We certainly are doing things a little bit differently than have been done historically.
0: There is some encouraging news on the treatment front. The World Health Organization today confirmed that the use of commonly available steroids reduced the deaths of hospitalized COVID-19 patients by one third. A slap in the face. That's what the owner of a hair salon in San Francisco is saying about news that Nancy Pelosi got a blowout inside her salon, even though it's closed because of COVID-19. As Jim Murray reports, the speaker is hitting back.
4: Nancy Pelosi is under fire today after a surveillance video shows her at a hair salon getting a blowout and not wearing a face mask. The optics don't look good. Yeah, there no. needs to be a whole no. lot of explanation
2: it's terrible. Nancy
4: Pelosi is a hypocrite. The most powerful woman in America can be seen with wet hair inside a salon in San Francisco. Problem is, under California COVID-19 regulations, clients cannot be serviced indoors. All blowouts, dye jobs, and styling must be conducted outdoors like this. The owner of the salon, Emily Kias, says to get by during the pandemic, she rents out chairs in her salon to several independent stylists. On Sunday night, one of those stylists texted her to say that Nancy Pelosi was coming in for a blowout. After the appointment was over, she checked the security footage and was not happy with what she saw. It was a slap in the face that she went in, you know, that she feels that she can just go and get her stuff done while no one else can go in and I can't work, Kias tells Fox News. It is just disturbing. President Trump wasted no time reacting to the video, tweeting, crazy Nancy Pelosi is being decimated for having a beauty parlor opened while all others are closed and for not wearing a mask, despite constantly lecturing everyone else. The timestamp on the video says 3:08 p.m. Less than three hours later, she appeared on MSNBC with perfectly coiffed hair. Late today, an annoyed Pelosi spoke to reporters.
2: I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years, many times, and that um, when they said what well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time. And that we can set up that time. I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. Now I just had my hair washed. I don't wear a mask when I'm washing my hair. Do you wear a mask when
4: you're washing your hair? Meanwhile, President Trump continues to denounce rumors that he suffered a mini stroke last year when he made an unscheduled visit to Walter Reed Medical Center. President Trump is pushing back on speculation he suffered a major health issue last fall. There were no mini strokes, he tweeted once again. This is just more fake news, a phony story. This video from July is making rounds on social media today, and some online sleuths claim it shows Trump dragging his right foot, a common side effect of a stroke. But former White House physician Dr. Absolutely Ronnie Jackson no says there was no stroke. I was consulted regarding this
3: trip weeks in advance. This trip was neither urgent nor emergent, nor did it have anything to do with his cerebrovascular or his cardiovascular health.
0: According to the American Heart Association, about one in three adult Americans experience many strokes. But the symptoms are often so mild, many don't even realize what's happened. That 17-year-old facing homicide charges as an adult in connection with the shootings in Kenosha, Wisconsin, is speaking out from behind bars. And Kyle Rittenhouse, accused of killing two people, says he thinks he will soon be free. i
2: know that I'm going to be
1: out
4: of here soon and stay strong and I hope. Guys soon. That's the voice of 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, charged with shooting two protesters dead in Kenosha. His lawyer held up a phone so that he could thank supporters who've raised more than half a million dollars for a defense fund. I just want to thank every single
3: one of you from the bottom of my heart for the underlining support. I want to thank all of you for the mail I've been receiving.
4: It's been really helpful. Rittenhouse's claim of self-defense has been taken up by President Trump. He was trying to get away from them, I guess, it looks like, and he fell. And then they very violently attacked him. He was in very big trouble. He would have been, he probably would have been killed. Inside Edition has obtained new video, allegedly showing Rittenhouse involved in a brawl in July. He's in the red, white and blue shorts. He can be seen landing three blows on a young woman who was reportedly fighting with his sister. This Trump supporter was doused in water as protesters faced off during the president's tour of riot scarred Kenosha. When she tried to chase the offender, she faced an onslaught of taunts by people who called her Karen. Karen. I
3: don't care.
4: One man came to her defense and calmed things down.
3: You guys, don't throw no. s- each other's faces. That's not what we're about.
4: And the mayor of another riot-torn city, Portland, announced he's moving out of his apartment because the building is under siege by protesters. Monday, they even gathered to sing him their edgy version of "Happy Happy Birthday. Mayor Ted Wheeler told his fellow residents of the high-rise in downtown Portland, I want to express my sincere apologies for the damage to our home and the fear that you are experiencing due to my position.
0: By the way, Portland has now experienced 96 consecutive nights of unrest. And today, Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden and his wife Jill announced that they'll be traveling to Kenosha, Wisconsin on Thursday. They'll be attending what's being called a community meeting. It's not easy being a news reporter right now, but when a young reporter covering a race was smacked on the backside, a lot of people were shocked, especially when they learned that the person doing the smacking was a minister. Well, now he's entered a guilty plea and the reporter says she hopes he's learned his lesson.
2: The runner who slapped a young reporter's behind on live TV has just pled guilty to misdemeanor sexual battery. 23-year-old Alex Gian was covering a popular race in Savannah, Georgia. When the incident happened, you can see the shock on her face. It's
0: very exciting. Um, people.
2: Um, he helped himself to a part of my body. The runner was identified as Tommy Calloway, and he turned out to be a youth minister and Boy Scout leader. He spoke with Inside the Edition audience. last December.
3: There was a in character and decision making.
2: Following yesterday's guilty plea, Calloway was sentenced to a year of probation and fined $1,000. I finally got some closure. The reporter tweeted, I'd say this is where accountability meets forgiveness. Your body, your rules. Tommy Calloway has parted ways with his church. He
0: has also been banned from the Boy Scouts and has been banned from taking part in any future races. He has been buried alive, frozen in a block of ice, and now illusionist David Blaine is back with a new stunt. And it may have you thinking about the movie
3: Up. Yeah. David Blaine is at it again. After a kiss goodbye for his daughter, Dessa, he was off. <laughs> Hanging on to 52 giant balloons as they sail into the sky above Arizona. Right now we got you at about 7,200 feet. He just keeps going up and up and up, just like the movie. Blaine says his actual inspiration was the 1956 French film, The Red Balloon, that he watched when he was a kid. Blaine talked to his daughter mid-flight as the stunt was live streamed on YouTube amazing it's so beautiful and again it's like magic at 20,000 feet his team told him it was time to use his oxygen tank I think you should put that on let me cross 20 20 and it goes on seconds later he let go for a free fall before activating his chute, the landing came without injury yeah, yeah. is he there Lane has been electrified buried alive, entombed in a block of ice. But this one, he said, was all for his daughter.
1: Wow, that is amazing.
0: Blaine originally planned to fly over the New York City skyline, but projected strong winds and logistical problems forced him to move the stunt to Arizona. We'll be back right after this.
1: Next, the family restaurant that's closing forever due to COVID-19. Thank
4: you so much.
1: Now, after 40 years and three generations, it's lights out for the iconic restaurant.
2: It's a bittersweet moment.
1: Plus, saying sky do. And baby talk.
3: Oh, it's
1: Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. will be right back. Why are car sales going through the roof during the pandemic?
4: What do you think? I'll take it.
1: Next, Inside Edition, how COVID-19 is driving up car ownership. It's an amazing phenomenon. Even people who never thought they wanted to own a car. What will it mean for public transportation? Then, how to stay safe while eating outdoors during the pandemic so this doesn't happen to you. Next, Inside Edition.
0: The coronavirus pandemic has devastated the restaurant industry. Around the country, more than 75,000 establishments have closed up shop, including a number of family restaurants. We're at one establishment as they served up their last meal.
4: It's a sign of the times. A mom-and-pop restaurant forced to serve up meals for the very last time. It's one of the hardest businesses, regardless of the situation. And with the pandemic, it's just made it that much harder. Three generations of the Kim family have owned and operated Dong Il Jong, an authentic Korean restaurant in Los Angeles since it opened back in 1979. Will you be doing this in 20 years? The eatery got a big boost in 2013 when it was featured on Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown. But today, the booths are empty. The koi pond is dry.
2: This is one of the dishes that Anthony Bourdain had when he came
4: here. The COVID 19 ban on indoor dining has led to the restaurant's demise. For the last six months, the restaurant has relied almost entirely on takeout orders. Thank you. Thank you so much. But it wasn't enough to keep it going. It put a lot of stress on everybody. It was a difficult choice for us as a family, as a whole. But we realized it was time. The regulars are crushed. I just devastated. You felt like a family. Now, the lights are dimmed for the last time.
2: Three generations of our family have gotten to share in this business. And in this restaurant, and really truly what our parents built from the ground up.
0: The Kim family says they don't know what they'll do next, but first on the list, they say, is a long vacation. They've also set up a GoFundMe page to help the 23 workers they had to lay off. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Still to come, saying Sky Do, and baby talk.
3: Oh, it's mother's biggest boy.
0: He's a pilot in love, so where better to pop the question to his girlfriend than in the cockpit, high in the sky? Jim Ray on whether
4: she said yes. Two lovebirds high in the sky. The pilot, Mason Pitts, and his girlfriend, Allie Bond, are cruising above Austin, Texas, when he asks her to read the emergency flight checklist.
0: Landing site select. Check. It wasn't the first time I've ever been his co-pilot and read off checklist to him. So that was kind of a normal occurrence. Um, so the first couple of steps were just a breeze.
4: You know, he was saying, check, check. But Watch it's been modified for this special check. moment. Verify pilot is willing to give up his life for co-pilot. Check. Aww. Yeah. Allie keeps reading.
0: Is co-pilot ready to accept last name of
3: pilot?
4: Will you marry me, Allie Bond?
3: I'm dead serious. I want to spend the rest of my life with you.
4: And with that, a midair smooch and the pilot slides on the ring.
0: I was totally blown away.
3: I thought I
4: was going to be really nervous, but I was so cool and collected. Let's just call this a match made as close to heaven as you can get
0: kind of hard to kiss wearing those headsets. A week earlier, Mason told their family and friends to secretly meet them at the airport so they could celebrate them when they landed. And we send our congratulations. When we come back, going viral for being adorable. Finally today, it is true. Kids say and do the darndest things.
2: This little girl is about to try out the fancy new bidet, but Dad may want to get out of the way. Oh, no. It's a direct hit. <laughs> and look who's talking. 18-month-old Gavin has a lot to say about bath time. I don't know what you're saying. We don't either. What?
0: Yeah, whatever he's saying, he's awfully cute. And that is Inside Edition for today. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow.
1: What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert,
3: it's me Always on the go. You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS
4: Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery+. Stephen
1: Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast?
2: The extended moments, for sure.
1: Where can people get that?
2: On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I use the internet.